welcome to the Licton Lifestyle. I'm Steve Peck, and today we'll be discussing testosterone for men. And joining me is the author of the textbook of bioidentical hormones, Dr. Edward Licton. Dr. Licton, welcome to the program. I'd like you to tell our listeners what we need to know about testosterone for men. What we know, first of all, is the typical male today who's 50 years of age has half the level of free testosterone that their grandfather had 50 years ago. We are environmentally poisoning ourselves out of existence. It's not only the sperm counts have dropped by 75%, but the free, free testosterone has dropped, which means you have less energy or you have less gas in your tank to get going. I see men every week in their late 20s now who are having sexual performance problems. We see all this diabetes, all this heart disease. It's all related to these estrogens that are poisoning our male testosterone. So without testosterone replacement, we can expect to be old and mostly gone by the time we're 50 or 55. I mean, we saw that before with men dying in their 60s with heart attacks. Now we're seeing men who are poisoned with diabetes and other medical diseases in their 40s and 30s. So what's happening when the testosterone is going down? The body is uh, reacting to an environmental toxins that are actually estrogens. And what happens is the estrogens have two ways of fooling the body into stopping producing testosterone. Mm-hmm. One is if you have enough estrogen, your body feels there's enough hormones because estrogen crosses over with the same receptors for testosterone. So if you got a lot of estrogen, you don't make as much testosterone. The second factor is that the estrogens cause something called sex hormone binding globulin. And you think of this like the carriers that you have that are holding the cars in the lot across the street. And if you have too many carriers, you have no cars to drive. And we are finding that because of this xeno or synthetic estrogens, that the normal binding protein, the number of carriers you're supposed to have is like 5 or 10. Some men are coming in with levels of 150. All right. So for those of us that don't really understand all of this, you could go to a doctor and they could take your testosterone, look at the total, and they might say you're okay. But you might not be. Because if you look at the binding protein, your binding protein could be 10 times higher than it should be, which means since how much is free is only a ratio of how much you have testosterone-wise to how much is tied up or bound, unless you look at the ratio, you may have one-tenth the functionality. And most doctors, let's say 98% of the doctors, don't know to measure this test called SHBG. I have men come in with binding proteins twice as high as a normal female. And women bind up testosterone because it's too strong for their system. But imagine what happens if someone came into your body and took 80% of your testosterone and just locked it up in a bucket and you couldn't use it. That's what's happening. And this is why we're seeing fat, impotent, 25, 30-year-old men, guys who can't walk up a flight of stairs at 35, diabetic, 350 pounds before they're 40. And even with all our modern technology, which is able to keep us alive, at what cost? Do you really want to be a live, fat, 500-pound guy laying in bed? Right. But you mentioned uh, diabetics. I mean, would taking testosterone actually help that? Yeah, this is my research, and it's data going back 50 years, that when we give men testosterone, lo and behold, they drop their need for insulin by half. They throw away their oral agents. And if they will clean up their diet and um, now have the energy exercise, we find some men losing 75, 80, 90, 100 pounds within a year, just because they have a rebalance Mm -hmm. where they're men again. I mean, without testosterone, I mean, testosterone is a fountain of youth for men. You take it away, and what do you got? You don't have a whole lot left. Mm -hmm. 
So libido will increase. Uh, it'll also help you medically in different conditions like diabetes, like heart disease, from uh, dilating the arteries more. That's exactly right. The testosterone dilates the arteries. Uh, mental focus, just like a guy whose testosterone levels are pretty high, mm-hmm. he can think really intensely about one subject at a time. But the whole thing is endurance, performance. We're not talking about just getting through a day. I mean, mm-hmm. I have men in their 70s who can outperform most guys in their 30s. And I have guys in their 60s who are benching 500 pounds. Amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable what the difference, and as you and I both know, when you give a, a body a 35-year-old hormone level, it can perform like a 35-year-old body. Mm-hmm. And uh, why would you want to be 60 or 70 in a 50-year-old body when you could be 35? Very true. I've heard it said that uh, hormone levels, as they decrease with age, some people say, hey, that's just a normal part of aging. Get used to it. Okay, and there was a point in time when we all lived in caves, and people said, why would you want to build a house? The thing that makes us different from all the other animals is we have the ability to change our environment both internally and externally. No one says you have to have a healthy life. You can go ahead and smoke and drink all you want. You make the decisions for what you're going to do. And this is one decision that my patients and I do make. And they say, we know there is environmental toxin. We know how badly we feel without Mm -hmm. supplementing our natural hormones or imbalancing them. We know how good we feel. And then you make a decision. And most of my patients, of course, decide that they rather feel healthy and young. And there are some people who say, gosh, I don't want to feel this way. My sex drive just leaves me so out of control. Um, It's not natural to feel this good. Okay, well, that's fine. Whatever you want, it's your decision. That's the privilege you have of being a human. You can use your intelligence, you can use your experience, and you can make decisions based on whatever parameters you want. A lot of times in your practice, men come to you because of sexual dysfunction, and so testosterone can help that, but I've heard that sexual dysfunction can actually be an indicator of some coronary artery problems. Well, take it back one step. Once a guy stops being able to perform sexually, he's got a 50% instance of having some coronary event in the next two years. Really? So what was the reason that he wasn't able to perform sexually? It's the same thing that causes the coronary artery disease is a lack of testosterone. We can show that if a man comes in with a heart attack and we are able to give him a bolus of testosterone and the coronary arteries will open up. They don't do that in the emergency room, but it does work. And uh, the whole thing about what happens when a man has a heart attack is his estrogen levels go up, his testosterone levels go down. And if he doesn't revert to a normal balance in 30 days, then he's pretty well shot. He may not make a recovery at all. So we know hormones are directly linked to heart disease, but what caused the low testosterone in the first place? Well, it's been happening for 7 to 10 years before. A lot of these men have had vasectomies. That lowers your testosterone. They're all environmentally toxin. They all have this high sex hormone binding. They have low testosterone levels. These are things you want to see the doctor for before the heart attack, before you get diabetic, before you get obese. And you want this as part of a preventive program because there's not going to be a whole lot of health care in a few years from now. You're going to be on your own. And if you try to get health care, it's going to be restricted and it's going to be expensive and they'll pick and choose who they want to treat for what. What you want now is to be as healthy as possible. What's the age you should begin thinking about hormone replacement therapy for men? It depends. I just had a father ask me about treating his 19-year-old son. Okay? I'm saying that you should have your hormone screen no later than 30. 30 years old, you should have your hormone level screened. 19 sounds a little crazy. Well, this is a fellow who was a Olympic-level swimmer, started getting blood clots and pulmonary embolus, and he has a rare disease called 
uh, Factor Five Leiden, and the father asked me to do some research, and I think we have a way of changing his ability to hypercoagulate. He throws clots for no reason. So I'm thinking the combination of testosterone with one of the other chemical agents I use might be able to prevent him from throwing blood clots and might even improve his swimming. So a lot of benefits for men to take hormone replacement therapy. Uh, testosterone is at the top of that list. And there's five or six different testosterones we use here in the office. And this, as you know, we have uh, certain oral agents that have been very instrumental for, how can I say it, short recovery times. So sex is more than once in a 24-hour period or sometimes three times in the afternoon, even for men in their 60s. We're talking about different forms of testosterone, anti-inflammatory, so the joint pains disappears. We talked about blocking the sex hormone binding. We talked about losing weight. We talked about endurance. Um, so a lot of my patients in their 40s, 50s, and 60s can compete even at a high level against 20 and 30-year-olds. Well, we touched on the age to start therapy. Is there an age that you couldn't start? I mean, could you do this at 70 or 80? Right, I have people come in in their 60s and 70s. I had one fellow come in at 90. His mother, his daughter brought him in to treat his Alzheimer's, and he, we made some real dramatic improvement. But I said 30 is when I would screen it. I mean, testosterone will lower sperm count, so we don't go ahead and, and recommend testosterone for everybody. Mm-hmm. But at 30 years old, if you show that you're tending to increase this binding protein and drop the testosterone levels, it may be something, if you're not having a baby this minute, to think about having. Mm-hmm. And I have one fellow in his 30s who got his wife pregnant, then went on the testosterone therapy. After she got done nursing, he wants to get her pregnant again. He'll come off for three to six months, get her pregnant, go back on the therapy. So you tie this in just like everything else for how it fits your lifestyle. Finally, what about HGH, human growth hormone for men? Growth hormone, I think, gets a lot of play. It's very expensive, and I think it gets overplayed. Suzanne Summers and her dog overplayed it. If your blood levels are normal, why take it? I took it for five years, and I burned out on it, meaning that I was making my body repair quickly, but I didn't have the vitamins and minerals to keep up, so it got to a point in time where it was negative. Growth hormone can cause an increased instance of diabetes. I've had a couple of patients who overused the growth hormone and became diabetic temporarily. So everything is within moderation. Testosterone doses with moderation, estrogen within moderation, growth hormone, thyroid, DHEA, everything within moderation. And I think that's where it serves the best purpose. Will it reduce wrinkles and lines and help you heal better? Probably. But if your level, like mine, is 240, what benefit am I going to have by going to 260? If you come in a level of 80 or 90 and I can't get you up, then, then we'll use it. So it has to be with moderation and with good logical medical reasoning for its replacement. Thanks for the information, Dr. Lichten. If you'd like to write Dr. Lichten a question or comment, you're more than welcome to do so. The email address is antiagingradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, I'm Steve Peck. Make it a great week and stay healthy.